I don't fucking know. It sounds fun. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Freedom Not only this week, it's not me. Two to look after the fucking loser. Like two, two kids, man. That's crazy. <laughs> He's desperate for attention, dude. Um, <laughs> those voices you hear are uh, two wonderful comedians. Are you, do you still do comedy? Yeah. Okay. Tom, <laughs> Tom Walker. <laughs> I thought uh, you quit, bro. What? No. <laughs> I thought you quit. No, no. I just haven't, didn't do the festivals this year because last year I did it and it ruined my no, life. No, we were just talking, weren't we, John? John Buzz also here. We were saying Tom quit comedy, right? Yeah. No. No, I never said that. No. I never said that. I'm turning against Jordan immediately. I said... <laughs> He said, Tom is doing comedy all the time. I said, I'm my mind. In my mind, I see it. Oh, you're both against me equally, clearly. Um, um, no, I, the I, reason we're against you. Oh, sorry. What were you going to say? You oh, I was just going to say that I recently um, bombed a gig so hard that I messaged the room runner to apologize. <laughs> <laughs> so if anything, if anything, I'm doing comedy more than ever before. Ah, what was the beautiful. gig? Was it, Dude, yeah. it was Magic Mike in the cross. And I, I, I was. So up, that's an open mic kind of one right is it or no it's like a paid gig right okay at this particular one there weren't that many people they were all like groupon so it was like three failing dates and then one table up to the far left that were risen above the rest of the people Mm -hmm. and the table was all full of people who worked together at like at some job right okay like a corporate yeah and so they and they were like classic, like, you know, the MC was like, oh, where do you guys work? And the guy, one of the, you know, the ringleader was like, Tinder. And they all laughed. And then they were like, oh. he was like, okay, you know, start, start trying to do bits on Tinder. And then he was like, no, we don't actually work there. And then like <laughs> laugh, you know, just constantly like fucking. Yeah. Anyway, I'm up first. I, t- I bomb so hard that at the end, I'm reassuring the audience that the rest of the night is going to be okay. <laughs> and then. I wouldn't put you on first in a comedy lineup. Neither would I! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't want to, you know, blame them for that. I'm a strong taste. You're a, you're a, you're a freak. Yeah. Put you on at the end. I know. I you know. anyway, yeah. Because if you put me up at the start, they're thinking like, are they all like this? <laughs> but, it's terrifying. Yeah. I, mean, I get off the stage and I, I'm like, okay, that was a super bomb. I think because the door is right next to the stage. What would be funny right now is if I just turn and leave immediately through the door. <laughs> like that's the one way I can get like something going. But oh, my bag is over there. Uh, it's at the back of the room. And so I run to the back to grab my bag immediately. <laughs> Grabbing the bag. The MC is on the stage. As I sprint towards the door, I just have one step that goes a bit too long. So no. it turns into a lunge <laughs> and a deep lunge. And then I slam into the door. <laughs> yes. <laughs> terrifying the like 18-year-olds in the stairwell who are going up to some dance or reggae name. <laughs> and then I, I but I like slam into it creating the loudest most unsettling noise and then I walk away realizing <laughs> that during that stumble I had dropped my phone on the floor. <laughs> I don't go back to get it. I just walked all the way home. And then when I got home, I used my laptop and was like, hey, if anyone sees my phone on the floor. <laughs> also, I'm sorry also, on the gig. Also, sorry for stay- taking a big stinky shit on the stage. <laughs> um, also, Jordan and I have been waiting here for half an hour for you to turn up, Tom, because you um, slept in today. Yep. Um, which, you know, I should say, I don't want to reveal the curtain too much. We're recording this at... We'll, one o'clock in the afternoon. So. Yes, it's yeah. tough though. It's hard out here for a bitch. Like, and Tom, I'm a bitch. <laughs> yeah, no. I'm a bitch. <laughs> pointing, pointing. Just so you know that uh, what Jordan's talking about, I'm bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it's tough out here for me. It's tricky. We're in eclipse season. What does you that know? mean? I don't know. <laughs> that's, Jordan, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> I want to get into that kind of astrology where it explains away my flaws and doesn't give any chances for me to improve. That's <laughs> Yeah, Chatty yeah. Nichols, baby. Chatty <laughs> yes, Nichols, she's this like Hollywood um, astrologer. And I watched a video of her yesterday be like, today, you just like, she was like, this season, just take it easy. Don't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> just this season? Yes. That shit, you would kill a hunter gatherer. <laughs> three months. Hey, three months of taking it easy. Hey, sweetie, don't worry. Winter will take care of itself. <laughs> <laughs> she said that I've already sowed the seeds. <laughs> 
I just need to wait for them to rise. <laughs> she this? said, just let let it go. <laughs> so how laser targeted is that? Is that to like a specific sign or is her, that just um, her followers? Her followers, which is like... <laughs> Just like a hundred thousand people or whatever. <laughs> like, yeah, but I, yeah, yeah, absolutely. A statistically <laughs> significant, uh, like fraction of the workforce will be taking it easy and letting it go. <laughs> Let what it go. seeds have you? Like, did you have to? Did you? Did you bother to think what seeds you may have planted? That well, you... I was like, okay, so like this is like the last weekend of like this show. Sure, that's yes. done. So Jordan's on tour right now. It's just done. Melbourne is now doing mm-hmm. Sydney, and they yeah, got almost. On you got tour. One... I did Melbourne and Sydney. Yours <laughs> 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 did Perth. Yours did Perth. I did, I did Perth. In January, of course. Yeah. Um, so you've got one show left tonight. We won't be able yeah. to plug it because this will come out tomorrow. <laughs> oh, <laughs> please, please don't come. It's going to be terrible. <laughs> it's going to be such a shit show tonight. It's so funny. Why? Because um, it's Sunday and it's the last one, and you never. It's never it's good. It's crazy that you yeah. have to end on a Sunday, it's, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. We should just like roll that back. We yeah. should cancel the show. Because mm, we've do it. already sold the seat. You know, if you, if you jump off a set of stairs and kind of lock your knees in the air, you can yeah. break your legs and no one would make you do the oh show. Oh my God, so good. Do you guys remember like when you'd be like so stressed in year 12 and you'd be like, I just want to get hit by a car hard Dude. enough that it knocks me out. Okay. So I don't feel anything, but I have to go to hospital for a couple of weeks. See, you, mums feel that way too. They have hospital fantasies. And are you supposed to stop feeling that after year 12? <laughs> I, I, I had that. I had that today. That, oh, no one God. can expect anything of you. It's fine. Otherwise, <laughs> the podcast. Yeah. Otherwise, hear you like, oh, maybe, maybe they won't be mad at me for being late if I get hit by a car. Because yeah, and as you get older, you start doing the maths as well. Because like an eighteen-year-old, you can get hit by an increasing amount of car. But mm. as like I'm thirty-four now, I'm like, I think. It's got to be a, uh, like I reckon a big a, bike. A, maybe, maybe, maybe like a particularly fat cyclist. <laughs> yes. Like, That'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> and you run into the bike while it's stopped. <laughs> Sorry, Twisting I hit a my ankle as I try. <laughs> I hit a you're cyclist trying to, while I'm here. You're trying to exit after bombing and you run into a cyclist. <laughs> Oh, were you driving? No, no, I was trying to flee a room. <laughs> I tripped and fell down some stairs. It was so bad, man. Oh, um, how, how has Sydney been for you, Jordan? Last time you were in Sydney, you um, had a, can I say, horrible eye infection. Yeah, yeah. It's been, I've been talking about it so much, it, like to the point where someone like messaged me because I posted the photos because I talked about it on the radio with you guys and I was like, I'll post the photos on my stories. And someone was like, dude, you got to stop. <laughs> So you went and got a, you went and got like an eyelash thing done or whatever. And eyelash sort of, tint, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it, it had a bad reaction or something. Yeah. But no one knew what it was, and you had to get tested for viruses and bacteria and shit. Yeah, like gonorrhea, chlamydia, <laughs> and herpes of the eye, and yeah. none of them came back positive. Like nothing. And they were like, oh, it's probably just like a chemical burn oh. on my eyes. It was Jordan, crazy. Yeah, I, but the I, photos are fucked up. Oh yeah. They would be fucking awful. I, I haven't seen. The byproduct of a successful eyelash tint. Is it reasonable to say that that is maybe the least effect of cosmetic procedure for the most disgusting? <laughs> like, and I rubbed them so much that the, <laughs> that the tint was just like rendered, like it was just gone. I can promise you no one was looking at you and thinking that the tint the wasn't lashes. holding up. Yeah, no, the tint really hides the pus. <laughs> but, but. Um, oh, I remember did you get them dyed yellow? <laughs> <laughs> Your beautiful laden peasant. Oh my god, Jordan had some pus put in. <laughs> I did look like a peasant. Well, I didn't I know did. you. I yeah, didn't yeah. know you well back then, but you had these like you were just doing gigs in crazy sunglasses, and I thought no, that was... regular sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> no, but just like being on stage with sunglasses is such a big choice. I thought you were like. Can't believe I, I just... how Jordan finds out she was wearing crazy sunglasses. <laughs> yeah, that was. That, I mean, that were that were. Bad, like no, they, I, were, they weren't normal. They were like hindsight. bad and gauche. They were. Like... <laughs> Wish that I I had done like twenty twenty two like New Year's glasses. <laughs> New Year's, happy New Year's sunglasses. <laughs> that would have been so good. What a wasted opportunity. But when you see a person on stage doing comedy with sunglasses, you just assume that 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 you assume it's part of the character, yeah. As opposed to they have a. Yeah, an eye yeah, infection. Yeah. <laughs> and people kept being like, you know that annoying thing where like your dad's friends are always like, bet you're getting plenty of material out of this. And I was like, no, I'm just in like a lot of pain. <laughs> and like my mum was like, are you are you making a joke about it? I was like, no, I walk on stage and I was like, I have an eye infection. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like I'm, if, if you see tears rolling down my face, it's pus. 
<laughs> and then that was it. And, and then still, I just are you did still the show. opening with that? <laughs> yeah, Can yeah, I yeah. have that? He's <laughs> <laughs> just got the, the wacky sunglasses for this year. Oh my god. Um, hey, uh, can I share with you guys? This is really a more of a, a story that I think Tom will be more interested in than um, than Jordan. But um, I wanted um, to ready share. to be is that about like sport um, and like beer. Is that what you think Tom's into? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cool. <Okay>. Um <laughs> Jordan, honestly, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, getting a lot of alpha energy from you too. <laughs> <laughs> this is just like being on the Joe Rogan podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've, got, I've got really high T, I think it's called. Uh, <laughs> it's never been clearer that someone's pronouncing it T-E-A. <laughs> um, the, this is a, this is an ABC News story from ABC Rural. Mm. Um, prized buffalo semen destroyed accidentally after administration error. No. Um, so, do you guys know about Australia's um, strategic reserve of cum? Ah, uh, animal husbandry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, so, I've been. In... So we have a strategic uh, stockpile of buffalo semen <laughs> um, in the Northern Territory um, because we've been collecting and storing it um, because the world's best riverine buffalo genetics. Uh, required for research and breeding. I don't oh. know what buffalo used. Buffalo used for meat? Do you eat buffalo? I don't know. I would assume so. But yeah. also I've not, I don't know that I've knowingly interacted with buffalo meat or hide. No, um, they feed, I've seen buffalo leg. <coughs> they feed it to lions at zoos and stuff. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well. But I can't imagine that they, well, I thought that they just used, um, come for face creams as well. What? What are you talking about? <laughs> no, but I don't know if it's buffalo, but there's like, it's like that's you, not. No, no, okay, that's that's not, not we're going. We're going through a big <laughs> list of animals from A to Z. <laughs> <laughs> we're seeing Axolotl. Come helps. <laughs> We've stopped at B. <laughs> yeah, because weirdly the volunteers dried up. <laughs> what? Do you, what are you talking about? I don't know because whale cum. They, they, you, they, you can get a really good um, serum that is whale cum. And apparently it's really good. This is a this is this feels like a fucking psyop to get people <laughs> to put whale cum on their fucking heads. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably. But it apparently works. I don't I don't have any evidence of that. Maybe it's because they're like the semen that like little ta- they're they're so young. I mean with whale cum <laughs> it would be yeah. The, do whales? Oh, but oh, they're, ready for a they're, they're mammals, aren't they? So they have cum. They are yeah, mammals. they had to. They had to um, wank off Tilly cum. The Tilly cum. Yeah, <laughs> they had to wank him off Tilly cum. <laughs> the <laughs> orca whale. Do you remember that? No. You're like you're like talking about this like it was like 9/11. You guys remember where you were when they were jerking off the orca? What are you fucking talking about? In, that, in Blackfish, that documentary about the guy, this the guy who killed that woman, the orca whale. <laughs> the story about one dangerous young man. You wouldn't believe it's this horrible story about a young man who drags a woman underwater with only his mouth. <laughs> but yeah, they in the documentary they had to have a clip where they they're like, and we had to wank him off, and it's just Tilly come like <laughs> like laying on his side, for, like big for, smile. For, but they, for cosmetic purposes. No, that was for breeding. Right, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. That's all right. Anyway, so what's going on with the bull cum? <laughs> and while we're just on the subject of like wanking off mammals, sure. do you know the, the – uh, this is like a classic – Radiolab did a story on this a while back. The um, the house where the, the, like they, they gave this dolphin LSD to see if it yes. could – Yes. And are you oh, aware yeah. that during that experiment the woman – uh, who lived with the dolphin all those uh, for like many many weeks would also just jerk the dolphin off. Yeah, <laughs> because it was a teenage male dolphin, and it was better for its concentration because otherwise he was so horny he just spent all of his time like in this room that was like up to uh, you know around calf or waist height with water, and it would just kind of bump up against her. Oh actually, my god! She jerked um, it off. There's a, a so, not a, there's a no hypothetical love. we've uh, talked about a couple of times on this podcast actually, Jordan. I don't know if I've done it with you before. But you, I know you've worked with animals in the past. Um, and the hypothetical is if you had to, if you like the mafia have captured you and whatever, there's a gun to your head or whatever. Oh I don't know God. the full scenario. Yeah, dream come like, true for me. They're like, <laughs> they're like, we're breaking you into the zoo. You've got to get us some animal cum 
as quickly as you can. Yeah. What are you going for? Baboons straight away. Those, but you are, you are leaving in several body what? bags. When you go into the baboon cage, don't you get killed? Yeah. Yeah. But I, oh, yeah. But if I just need the sperm, I'll simply stand in front of the glass <laughs> and wait for one of the weirdos to start wanking off on the glass like they do in front of school children on a daily basis. Baboons just jerk off at yes. the zoo? Yes. They just stand, and sometimes they don't even jerk off. They just stand in front of the window holding their dick Until and they... just like looking at you. Oh! And it's like a dominance thing. I hate them. Mm. Yeah, right. I hate okay. it. But yeah, I'd get that. Okay. Maybe. But, but okay, so no, but in this scenario, you have to like go and. Jerk off it. Jerk off it. I don't know. Maybe a duck just to see what it's like. Because huh. they've got those screwdriver or well, those like corkscrew. corkscrew dicks. I don't know that yeah. I would be able to make a duck come. That's, yeah, that's, I, I reckon. That's within Because that doesn't feel like a friction thing for The them. mammalian reserve, I think, would be, yeah. But yeah. You've got to go mammals. Friction is my domain, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> I don't know. What would you pick? I was thinking like a meerkat or something. Something you could like, something, something you're bigger than so you can grab. Mm. Do they have like a regular dog at the zoo? <laughs> yeah, an I elephant. That, okay, I can get me the elephant enclosure. <laughs> I can scurry under the bottom of one of those and see to myself. Yeah, and it's so big that it wouldn't feel sexual. Yeah, yeah, it'd feel it'd feel like a a, a gym exercise. Yeah, it'd feel yeah. like I was doing home renovations. Honestly, like unclogging a gutter. Absolutely. <laughs> right? Well, anyway, this but this prized buffalo semen. Reserve has been destroyed, and the uh, Northern Territory Council. Did you eat it all up? <laughs> yes, I, actually, it's 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 actually going into um, one of those wacky restaurants in Tasmania. <laughs> um, thirsty radio host has infiltrated the Buffalo Semen Reserve. He said, "Lovey, cummy, cummy." <laughs> <laughs> he said, he said what? <laughs> the photo on the news article is seeing with like a little mustache. <laughs> <laughs> Buffalo and cum. The caption says, "Thank you, mummy. <laughs> Thank you, mummy. Thank you, mummy, for my cummy." <laughs> That's you, bro. That's crazy that you did that. <laughs> <laughs> It is cra- it is crazy that I did that. <laughs> is the just looking back? It's wild that I did. it's not like other girls. <laughs> um, anyway, just thought you know, uh, listeners might be interested to know that, um, that that there's no more buffalo come left in Northern Territory. Is and, there any information on how it was accidentally destroyed? Uh, yes. So uh, it was an administrative error. So um, <laughs> they fucking set, they were nice. in the spreadsheet and they just typed zero where they should have typed like 50 liters. Yeah, I think, well, 2,300 straws of buffalo cum would set to be destroyed accidentally. They said straws? I guess it's like tubes, Somebody sucked that up. <laughs> like that's, that's crazy. Um, yeah, so now he's, the, the buffalo producers and researchers who relied on this semen will now have to find alternatives or breed naturally. So I don't oh. know if they have to go collect their own or... I always think about like artificial insemination for animals, like the females, it must freak them out. Yeah. Like if they're just like oh, giving birth one day or they're like suddenly pregnant. Oh. You know, like yeah. just being like, what the hell? When did this happen? Yeah. Mm. I once, it reminded me, this is a fucked story, but in like, because I used to read a lot of Jodie Pico in primary school, so my mum and I could have something to talk about. Is that and, a, maybe a bit old for a child? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like I started writing a novel and I like it gave it to my year 16. Oh, it was like so much younger than year six. I can't remember. But I like gave like the first chapter and it was like about a girl who's in like a polygamous, polygamous Mormon family because I think my family were watching Big Love at the time. Uh-huh. And it was like she tested positive for a pregnancy test on a dare at a sleepover and it turns out that her like one of the jealous like second mothers had been like selling her. <laughs> While she was asleep, and what I was like, because I, because I, I was like, this this is an incredible story. <laughs> and then my teacher was like, you this are not allowed to. Yeah, she was like, you need to read some like happier stories. <laughs> <laughs> An eleven year old pressing this in your hands. Hey. That is weird. Yeah, I forgot that that had happened until now. Did anyway. the um did the teachers like that 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 would be disturbing enough that I would call like. Absolutely, docs or whatever. Absolutely. I would call the authorities to be. But like, it was just like I just watched a lot of SVU. Like I did. Like it was just. It is weird yeah. now. For you, kind of. 
SVU is kind of like fireball where yeah. it's really bad for you, but in the moment it goes down so easy. Yeah. You know, talk about the cinnamon whiskey? That's yeah. right. And that's not something that I would indulge in now. I'm only about things that are bad for me. <laughs> but, but, you know, like SVU, you can sit there and take in like eight episodes to the dome, no trouble. But then you yeah. look back on like the objective content of what you've been watching, you're like, ugh. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I've never watched this for you. Oh, it's so You good. got it. Okay. Mariska Hargitay. Oh, oh my God. God. Detective Stabler. Yeah. Right. Oh, Elliot Stabler actor. is great. Yeah. I just know that um, whenever you're watching an improv show and someone says, the, and like the ask for is like law and order, mm. the immediate gag people go to is a person unloading boxes. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That's They're the only all... thing I know about Law and Order. That is that is because those improv people have uh, watched the John Mulaney special where he <laughs> <laughs> does that as material. Oh, does he? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and they are ripping that off. Right. Holy <laughs> sale! <laughs> and every time they do that, yeah. <laughs> because that's literally he oh, doesn't shit, act know. out fully. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's um, the material of one of the most successful comedians. Is- oh, so interesting. Damn. Yeah. Um, Tom, do you have one you want to share with us? I do. Uh, this comes from r slash no stupid questions on our friend Reddit. Has anyone else ever heard of leaving an example lobster when cooking lobsters? Huh. My parents claim that <laughs> plenty of people do it and they learned it from their own parents, but it's a ridiculous and horrifying process. For those who haven't heard of it, it's when you buy lobsters to cook, brackets, by boiling them alive, and you leave only one alive. My family always set the lobster right in front of all the cooked lobsters and made it watch as we ate all the other lobsters. After that, we put the lobster in a cooler and drive it to the beach and send it back out into the ocean. The joke is that the lobster is supposed to tell the other lobsters of the horrors it saw. Has anyone else's family heard of this, or was I born into a family of sociopaths? Now, what do you reckon? Does this does this ring true to you that this is plausible at all? This happened. Hmm. I can see. I mean, all text on Reddit seems fake nowadays. Of course, of course. But I do buy that someone would do this. I, I think it seems too expensive as a as an everyday who's, bit to me. Who's cooking multiple lobsters for a Right? For how a big city? is how big and rich is this family? Yeah. Are the I'm, freaking Roy's posting to Reddit now? <laughs> is that a succession <laughs> joke? Is that what you're doing? Yeah, is freaking Logan Roy posting to Reddit now? <laughs> Do you know any other succession characters? No. <laughs> <laughs> It does feel like, yeah, that bit in like Mulan where the guy's like, tell your friends. Oh, they, yeah, they, they, they leave one of them alive. The, Mongo- the, the Mongols or whatever kill all of them at one. Yeah, yeah. And they send a messenger back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I th- but why would you Why would you want, I mean. By the I, way, just quickly. Yes. If the Mongols are wiping out my unit, I'm. During the attack, I'm making it so clear how good I am at spreading gossip. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. During the attack, I'm like, guys, I think we're losing. Like, I'm projecting. I'm speaking from the diaphragm. I'm a Gemini. <laughs> I love to talk. I can't, you can't shut me up. I could talk under wet cement. I swear to God. That guy who gets killed? Yeah. He already left his wife. <laughs> God, I hope that I don't survive to tell everyone about this. <laughs> I'm the only one here who knows the way to the next village, I guess. <laughs> I'm so popular there as well. Oh, my word is taken at such face value. Do you the only one who knows how to use this megaphone. I'm the only one who knows how to use this click. Do you think you would turn quickly in a in a war situation? Do I think I'm a coward? Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Every stand up comedian. I don't care which I am. Uh, I don't care. I thought, you, I thought he quit. No, I don't care who you are. I think you're turning. I reckon I would. Yeah. I also don't think that I would have the information that they want, but I would have like talked myself up in some stupid situation. (laughs) And then I get kidnapped and then they're like, now tell us the secrets that you said you had. And I'd be like, I'm sorry, I was lying. (laughs) (laughs) You you have no idea how entry level I am. I I, I don't know anything. I don't know anything. I've never met Dave Hughes. <laughs> I think I know the suburb that Sam Torton lives in, but I think I, I might have gotten I it wrong. I couldn't. I, I told. I told my mom that we were friends. I don't know. <laughs> An invading military is like take us to your most powerful comedian. Where is Dave Hughes? <laughs> oh. oh no! <laughs> oh. <laughs> you're gonna use me to create propaganda. <laughs> 
<laughs> Dave Hughes is a I'm feeling grateful for the CCP. Has <laughs> <laughs> a social credit score. Hughes' <laughs> Gullis and fucking crushed this year. My <laughs> yeah. kids are always like, oh, you're a puppet. No, I'm not. You're a fucking puppet. <laughs> <laughs> um, I yeah, I, don't know. I, I also don't understand the logic of this one because I feel like if... Mm. You did sit the lobsters back. Wouldn't they warn the other lobsters not to get caught? And that would make it more difficult. So wouldn't we want to actually, like, feed a lobster and make it have a good time so when it went back it's like, oh, my goodness, you get caught in one of these cages, you know? Yeah. Come live the high life at the the Four Seasons or whatever. And the effort to, like, go back to the beach. Like, did you collect them from the beach or did you get them from, like, a market? Like, what's the deal here? Is that lobster going to survive anyway? It feels like you're dropping the lobster off so far from where it wants to be Mm. because they are at... Like the bottom, you're you're throwing it on like the shallows at the beach, mm. <laughs> just chucking the lobster back in the tide pool and being like, "Tell mm. your friends." There's like a weird like, um, you know, when you're like, "I can't believe I find that hot." Is what? <laughs> there's these um so fishermen that like collect they 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 they're lobster fishermen, and the the rule is that if it's like a breeding female, like if it has mm. eggs, you like clip its tail uh-huh. and it gets a hole, and that means that everybody knows that like even when it doesn't have eggs, like, oh, that you can't. Breeds. Yeah, this one yeah. breeds, you can't um, catch, catch that. Yeah. And sometimes they like give it a kiss, or they're like, "Off you go, girly!" Like they're just so gentle with mm. the female, and, <laughs> and that's hot. <laughs> Wow. I just, I genuinely believe that the if bar you, is on the floor. Yeah, I think sometimes. I'm really nice with this breeding female. You really, I do think that men need to listen to women more. Because, because growing up, you're like, you know what's hot is the professional wrestler Edge. Because <laughs> <laughs> he, he has long hair and a chin. And then you find out All what you, you need what? to do kiss a lobster? You need to find the most fertile lobster you can. And then caress it as you throw it back into and the ocean. Gently let her go. Show a modicum of care. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm doing steroids. This will get chicks. <laughs> I love it. It's so good. Anyway. Um, uh, John, do you have one for us? I do. I do. Okay, so this is an Am I the Asshole? Mm-hmm. Um, am I the Asshole for asking my roommates to remove their dildos from the bathroom mirror in a way that was not kind? And oh. I... T- Okay, so last night one of my 23-year-old female roommates, twenty. okay, so she's 23 female. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Her roommates are 23-year-old male and 28-year-old female. Uh-huh. Okay, mummy. Um, <laughs> and uh, washed their dildos in the bathroom sink and suctioned them to the mirror to try. That's funny. Um, I used the bathroom shortly after and when I came out I knocked on their door and they said, who is it? And I said, get your dildos off the bathroom mirror and walked away. And I went to bed later that night. The following morning, both dildos were still stuck to the mirror when I walked in. And again, I told them to get their dildos out of the bathroom. They told me I need to ask them kindly instead of demanding. And I said that I shouldn't have to ask at all. We've gotten into an argument about it. I'm worried that I may be the asshole because, yeah, I like definitely didn't kindly ask, but it's not like I was mean or unkind either. As I stated above, I feel like I shouldn't have to ask my roommates to not have their dildos in the common area. Mm. And the insistence that I ask them kindly feels like they're trying to derail me from my request that dildos not be left in the common area. Am I the asshole? Bye. Snipe hunt. Mm, all right. I think um, Balfi sent that in. Thank you, Balfi's. Um, I, I, what's share house living like nowadays? Because when I lived in share houses, I guess people weren't living their, leaving their dildos around. Is this a common practice in share houses now? I don't know. Mm, I think, well, I, I'm a member of uh, the kind of pay it forward group Rough Trade Sydney. Uh-huh. And one of the more frequent types of posts on there is um, someone trying to offload I would say roughly a laundry basket of um, barely used dildos. Uh, oh, for <laughs> sale know? basket of dildos. Oh, for or, or you know just a, a nice bottle of red, <laughs> and then just <laughs> they, and I'll say for barely used they show the signs of wear and tear. Oh my but, God. So I think that maybe maybe there are you know more um, a prevalent use of dildos now, sure. Michael. But uh, when you. Had a flashlight, Tom. Yes. How did you wash that? Uh, so what you do <laughs> is you kind of... Huh? Dish, no, sorry. Yeah. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't put in the dishwasher. I'd be too scared for it out there. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's like My little off. pal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, seems, that seems oddly cold for <laughs> something that's got me through so many... <laughs> 
<laughs> so many hard nights. <laughs> you gotta, you got to toot it with some effect. I'm kissing it before I throw it into the dishwasher. <laughs> Gently caress it. Yeah. This is a breeding female. <laughs> I, I think... Um, Use a, an extra toothbrush. This yeah. is worth her while as well. <laughs> 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 yummy. I'm trying, yummy. trying to get off this flush. <laughs> hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. God. No, I, I think you just I think you just kind of wash it out in the sink. <laughs> is my understanding. Yeah. I guess you didn't have housemates back then. No. Would you have would you have left it out into in the drying God, rack? God no. Okay. No, Secret you don't shame. you wouldn't leave that out in the drying rack. I think no. I think there's like a I think this person's in the wrong. Like, you know, it, I think if you have a dildo wait, around d- for d- prop wait, dressing, that's dildos- fine. But if there's a chance that it's been inside someone for pleasure, I think you go ahead and you treat that as like a, you know, uh, nothing of honour is commemorated here. There are mm. no great deeds esteemed here. You go ahead and chuck that in a drawer. No one's ever going to open. But yeah. How, how, what you, you dry it off with a towel then? I guess. Ah, uh, yeah, I guess. Or like you swing it around your head really fast till it makes yeah, a funny yeah, noise. Yeah. <laughs> Put it in a sound spinner. <laughs> it really depends on the like dildo user. Like I feel like there's some mm. people where I'd be like, "Yes, bitch, <laughs> you pick dildos out," and there's other people where I'd be like, "Whoa, <laughs> yeah. oh my god, oh my god, no." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, if, like, what's the what's the what's the characteristic? What's the personality characteristic that makes it okay to have it? Like, is it, are you after like a a fun person who's like like a sexually open person? Mm. They're okay to have their dealers out, or are they the ones where it's like more confronting? They're okay, like Samantha, Sex in the City vibes, you know. <laughs> like, so it's whether how grim the fucking self with a dildo would yeah, be as yeah. you picture it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. If you go over to your dower friend and you're like, you'd see a, you know, the fucking <laughs> bright red dildo drying in the dish rack, and you're it's like, huge. Oh, no. oh. <laughs> you're like, gotta go visit the, <laughs> the old horny dowager <laughs> <laughs> who lives on the hill, Miss <laughs> making her way around in her bridal dress, plugged <laughs> to the fucking eyes. Oh my god! <laughs> also, like, yeah, I just also I'm a bit like skeezy about like people just leaving like dildos around as well. Like, mm. it's a bit like like it should be it should it has a place, it has a little box, it, and it shouldn't put be it in its little home. I don't like the idea of it being kind of up on the mirror where a bug could land on it. Yeah, Ske- what, and I, your toothbrush is there too. Yeah. I see. Here's the thing. I kind of agree with you. I think it's inappropriate to leave them around, but I'm also just like. If I was that person, I would be so mortified by the whole situation. I would never, I probably wouldn't bring it up, you know? You wouldn't yeah. bring up the dildos on the mirror. <laughs> I don't think I would. No, I'm trying to think There's about. two. <laughs> yeah. I think if, it, maybe if I was living with you and it was your dildos or whatever, I would bring it up as like a funny lol thing. I mean, if mine were there, I would be, they would be up there because I wanted to like store hand towels on them or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But if it was like a person who I, like a, a random housemate who I didn't know very well, I would be so awkward about bringing up, hey, um, just a little thing. When, guys, house meeting, just um, uh. when we wash our dildos, could mm-hmm. we? Like, it's just such an awkward, I would yeah. not want to. Yeah. I hate that shit. Anyway, I've never been a house meeting kind of gal. If yeah. anyone, like, even if, like, the people are, like, pissing in the hallway or whatever, I'd yeah. be like, I'm just not going to say anything. They'll Dude, learn. B- <laughs> bottling it up is low-key goaded. Yeah, a- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as, a, as a way to deal with feelings, you cannot go past bottling it up. Hey guys, tearless. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say like therapy is like B tier. Yeah, no, no C tier actually. That shit's expensive. But bottling it up, that is S tier. You can S-tier. get bottling it up wherever you want. You don't even have to go to the shops to get bottling it up. Now, In fact, it's also something you've been doing like since you're a child. Yeah. So like, it's actually something you're like really good at as well. Got it's sick. Oh, drinking. Damn. <laughs> I think people sleep on drinking. <laughs> and steaks. <laughs> Underrated, overrated. Drinking where your feelings. <laughs> I don't know. I, yeah, I don't like the idea of walking into a bar 
bathroom and seeing two things. Also, if they're drying off, you know they've been used. Yeah. And that's just like a... I think you want to keep your sexuality or, you know, your... You're very private, I think. Yes. You want to <laughs> you want to keep the fact that you've experienced pleasure locked down. Yeah. yeah. Especially to like the other people that you're living cool. with. And that's, it's kind of a brag, isn't it? It's like, hey, that's fucking. a huge brag. <laughs> yeah, and also like maybe this is like really like the cherry on top of a situation. Like, could you imagine if you were living with like housemates who were like constantly like loudly fucking and oh. like being obnoxious about it? And then like one day you walk in and you're like, your shift is at like 7 a.m. <laughs> and yeah. you, you just want to wash your face and you hit your head on a big purple dildo. <laughs> For example. Like, for example, for example, Some of us have got out of work. <laughs> then it's like, yeah, absolutely. Like they, they need to get rid of their dildos. But yeah. Yeah. Then there's also, you hear stories about people who, um, like it happened a lot during the pandemic. I can think of like three or four friends who this happened to. They moved home with their parents or whatever during the pandemic. And then their mum, now that they're like in their late 20s, early 30s, whatever, their mum would be cleaning, cleaning their room and would find a vibrator or whatever. Mm. And there was always like a funny story about like, and my mum just like put it under a towel or whatever, you know? Yeah. Like- <laughs> <laughs> That's so fucked. The difference. It's so fucked up. That's I would so sad. love to see like a coffee table book of the different ways that parents have dealt with finding sex toys. <laughs> like <laughs> leaving it on the center of the pillow, kind of putting it right at the back of the shell. Like <laughs> putting a pillow mint on top of it. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I also love the fucked version of that where, like, your parents find something really disgusting and shameful. <laughs> They're like, what the hell is this? Now, what is this? <laughs> like, um, a friend of mine, and this is, it sounds like it was me, it genuinely was. <laughs> a friend on. of a friend um, got her period, like, super young, like a child, and um, was so embarrassed by it and didn't want to put pads in the bin, so just, like, collected them under the bed. <laughs> Oh, and then one day her mum okay. came in and was like, what? and like fully like, rather than being like, hey, hey doll, why'd you do that? She was like, you freak. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? <laughs> like, it's just so funny to me. <laughs> It's like parents, so much. all parents are trying their best, and they're all so bad at it. So Every funny. parent is failing so bad. <laughs> they're trying their best, but also I can like obviously that's the wrong thing to do. But I can also imagine if you just find like a, a an underbed full of pads, you're gonna be like, yeah, that's a freak, that's some freak oh, shit. That or the piss drawer. You can't. There's not. Yeah. You don't. The, the parenting part of your brain doesn't light up before. It doesn't have a chance to be the impulse of finding like. Fucking five liters of blood, dried blood <laughs> under your under what the bed. Fuck is this? What the fuck is this? Why did you do this to me, John? John, what are we doing? Um, I think I've talked about this on the podcast before, but I once slept walked into the bathroom, hmm. but my sleepy brain couldn't identify the toilet, and so I was pissing into a bin. Yeah, and I remember my like woke, must have woken up my dad or whatever, and I was like five. And I'm, I still remember him <laughs> was walking past the bathroom like, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> That's so embarrassing for you. Of course. Your dad's like, I've got a serial killer son. Yeah. <laughs> pissing in a bin, dad, what? <laughs> it's pretty much the same. <laughs> What? <laughs> it's pretty. Yeah, it's the same. It's just it just doesn't Don't have an alley other side. Tom, he and Demi piss in the sink sometimes. Come on over. Come yeah. on over. Here. You Come got on over it. here. You know what I watched recently? Rat Race, a perfect film. No Dude, notes. I love Rat Race, and, and I, I I was singing its praises for a long time on Twitch chat. And wouldn't you believe how transphobic it is on a rewatch? <laughs> <laughs> and boy, did I get a talking to. <laughs> That's so funny. I was literally about to be like, I rewatched it and I was genuinely pleasantly surprised. But <laughs> See, this is the difference between someone who has several hundred people to tell them. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Tom only consumes media when it's uh, also co-consumed by um, some of the biggest freaks on the internet yes. who will undoubtedly, well-meaningly, tell Tom how wrong he is. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh man, it was it it's was so bad. fucking funny it's though. Huh? So funny. I remember the first time I saw it, and I was like, "This is culture. Yeah. <laughs> this is so funny." On the rewatch, multiple belly laughs from me. Yeah, so yeah. funny. I remember a couple of years ago, Vic Zerps organized a like a concurrent watching of it for their birthday party. And so we all logged on and watched it at the same time. And there was a moment where we were all like, yeah, Oh, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. But also, the I Love Lucy bus is so, so funny. funny. 
of course, of course. And they, they got Cuba Gooding Jr. to do it. Like, that's insane yeah. to me. They're like, ah. When they all start screaming at the same time. Oh, what a, what Those a flick. women on the speed racer. <laughs> car, Whoopi Goldberg and her mm. adopted daughter. Wait, like, why were you bringing up Rat Race? No, I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, the girls. <laughs> <laughs> she has the shit out the window, the daughter. Oh, when she's like, she's like I'm Prairie Doggin. <laughs> Dude, one of the most quoted lines in movie history, I'm Prairie Doggin. Oh. <laughs> and just being like, I hate you. I've got one to take some, but do we have anything you want to plug? Tom, what do you got going on? No, check on twitch.tv slash Tom Walker. I'm trying to get back into gigs. You'll see me uh, popping up around the place. I don't know bombing at Magic Mike, for example, running the, into doors. The reason, and I know this, the reason that I bombed so hard was because the last week I fucking destroyed. Yeah. And you know when you turn up to a gig, and even if you're fucking counter-programming it, but if you fucking completely crush and then turn up the next week, it's not going to be good. No. I've given up bombing, actually. Not yeah. me. <laughs> Can't seem to... Get away from the damn it. thing. You um, reckon so you've given up? What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying my best. Um, what's going on with you, Jordan? Your comedy festival run is, uh, well, it's the last one tonight, but people won't get this till tomorrow. Yeah, so. but I'm going to Spain. So if you have any oh, ideas damn. of what I should do there. What, 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 what cities port, are you port, going port to? I'm going to, it's a bit of fun. Uh-huh. It's my 30th. I'm going with my friend. Uh-huh. And we're going to go, exactly, we're going to go to... Barcelona, Barcelona. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Do you eat meat? Mallorca. I will when I'm there for sure. Oh, There's some good gonna, hams oh. to be had in, yeah. in Spain. I think so. When a lot of chorizo. Yeah, a couple of years ago. I mm. I was like a not eating meat and then I everyone's like, you gotta try the ham. I'm like, how good can the ham be? And then I had like one slice of the ham, I was like, oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. But I also hadn't had meat. Oh, it's unclear. Because I hadn't had meat in like six years at that point. Mm. Unclear if that was just the best thing I've ever eaten or if just it was like eating meat for the first time in six years was good. No, nah, I reckon it's the best thing you've ever eaten. It was Incredible. That's so good. (laughs) But yeah, nothing coming up. Life's, yeah, yeah, quiet June. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm waiting for my seeds to, to sow. <laughs> no, you should have sown. Oh, it. I've sowed my seeds. <laughs> the sowing is the. Who does the, the sowing? Because I've got the seeds. Ideally, <laughs> no. Ideally, got? the person who has the seeds <laughs> sows the seeds. I got Abe's to come. <laughs> now, when you get to the reaping, that's when it really <laughs> kicks up. Um, we're doing, doing. We're going to be doing a live uh, free to a good home next week on the Saturday. This week, I should say, this Saturday, the thirteenth of May at the Sydney Comedy Store. Come along to that. Um, guests include people like uh, I think Ben will be there. I, I mean, I know Ben will be there. He's totally he will be, even though. I think Moses might also have to be there for um, childcare reasons. So, um, you know, you might get to meet Ben's kid. Maybe that'll be fun for you. Don't, no, no, no. don't do that. Oh, my God. <laughs> what? Don't meet Moses. He's lovely. Yeah, but like, oh, if no, you're you... a podcast listener, don't oh, be meeting true. the podcast listener's fucking kid. That's true. No, I they, think can't, they can't know that their dad is shameful. <laughs> no. Hi, I, um, I listened to the calm episode. And then Ben in front of his kid had to be like, which one? <laughs> Uh, Alex Lee, Cameron James and Brett Blake are going to be doing that with us That's going to be really fun Also, um, in exciting news uh, I've finished up the Sydney Comedy Festival But on the 20th of May uh, in Sydney I'm taping it, I'm, I'm filming it for um, for one of the the streaming services Not Netflix, so not like one that one more people will watch But still nice to be shooting it Channel you know? 7 Plus? Yes, Channel 7, I'm doing it for <laughs> Channel 7 Plus I'm We're doing, doing a special extended <laughs> episode of We Interrupt This Broadcast <laughs> <laughs> What's that guy Keen tonight or whatever? Kinney's Kinney oh, show. What yeah. the fuck is that? Who was he? We should, should <laughs> interrupt his. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. no, no, no. no, no. Uh, I, I was cutting myself off because I all I want to do is talk about <laughs> who is this Kinney? What is happening on terrestrial TV? <laughs> we all stopped looking and then <laughs> they went insane. Suddenly they found like a guy with a hundred thousand Instagram followers or like, something. Yeah, sure, you can have a show. Yeah. Oh my god. Um, anyway, yeah, I'm taping it, which is going to be really fun um, because uh, I haven't ta- like the only other special I've ever taped was one of those ABC ones. Yeah. You did one of those, right? Yeah. Where it's like you got to do Terrible. it. you got to do it for like not much money. And they give like, you five grand, which is not enough yeah. to do literally anything in TV. I had to. You don't You don't get to pay yourself. Yeah. <laughs> like, I had to use. When I, when I did the ABC one, I had to pay uh, them all the money they gave me to the camera people and whatever directors and stuff. Mm. And then also had to give them all the ticket sales <gasps> from the full, sold out show at the comedy store. And then probably had to put in like two grand of my own money on top of that. Yeah. 
Uh, anyway, so this is going to be like a proper one where like, you know, it's there's actual... This one you're making money on and it's going to be really well fucking made. Yeah, it's going to yeah. be great. Yes. I'm so excited um, for it. The other night I asked, I texted Tom and asked if he would do a cameo in the show and he politely declined. One of the worst ideas I've ever <laughs> read I like pictured him like, hey, life. would this be funny? I think this would be funny if you did this. And Tom was like, I will not be doing that because uh, it's not funny and also I don't want to be part of that. <laughs> I'll tell you after the idea. It's fucking <laughs> unhinged. Anyway, ah, so beautiful. Tom will be there, but not um, actually doing anything. You yeah. just spot him in the crowd, you know? Yeah, come up to me. Meet Mr. Hing's baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, come along to that. I would really love a bunch of Freddie Good Home um, people to come along to that because um, they've been coming to the shows throughout the tour and they've been honestly the best uh, audience members because they're um, – because you're, you're freaks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. This, uh, I think this was sent in by Dwaladin. So thank you for saying that on Discord. What's up, Dwaladin? Um, this is – are they a Tom Walker fan at all? They're or? one of my freaks. Oh, okay. I mean, you know, they move in the one of my circles. Do you have a sure, name sure, for sure. your little friends? Uh, the worst I, – Pedophiles. <laughs> the pedophiles. Uh, Tom's Angels I like. Oh, that's Because <laughs> I get nice. to start off with uh, – everyone hates it. Like they all they actually hate when I say, hello, I Angels. I don't know why, but I feel like you should call your fans the deli. <laughs> The, the deli. deli. I don't know. It just came to my mind. The deli is in like the place where you buy meat. Yeah, huh? just yeah. the deli. Well, that the sounds olives? like I've stolen an idea from Demi. Oh no, you know? Demi's oh, deli. The Demi. The yeah. Demi deli. But also the telly. No, what? What are Tom's? Um, let's see. You drive a truck on stream. Is there anything we can do with that? The worst one I've done so far is the Tom Unity. And oh uh, sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean it sucks. But course, some, but well, I think well, I think you, or your brand is Tom, but I think Walker would give you more. Access for puns, I think. Because mm, the to- silly walkers. <laughs> hey, now we're talking. <laughs> you can okay. be like, then you all just do like Mr. Cleese stuff. Yeah, I l- and and let me tell you. Invoking John Cleese has aged like fine wine. No, yeah. one, no one cooler in 2023. Oh, he's, he's cool. He seems great. <laughs> Mr. Silly Walk. Who are you worried about? Him and... Mr. Silly Trans Ideas. Yeah. <laughs> Get him, Jordan. Yeah. Get him. <laughs> That'll show him. John Cleese found dead. <laughs> Headshot. <laughs> God, that dumb fuck. <laughs> He will die eventually. Yeah. His unfunny well. daughter is doing stand up now, and oh, um, he, it, it, she is doing a. I mean, this is years ago, but she was doing a split bill show with um, Steve Hofstetter, who's the guy. Oh, the, the crowd work guy? Yeah, the clips. Heckler clips Destroys Comedian guy. Yeah, when he like, he sort of, he posts clips online. Mm. He's probably a fine comedian, but he, basically his entire online output is like, uh, I encourage the audience to yell weird shit at me and then I call them a cunt and we do crowd work with that and stuff yes. and then post that online. Yeah. And that's sort of the that's the trend of all online content now, actually. So yeah. I guess in many ways he was a trendsetter. The crowd work, oh man, the taking over of crowd work from like everything else because you don't have to burn material and mm. also people are so impressed by it. Oh, it's yeah. crazy. Like seeing like a clip that gets like fucking 50 million views on TikTok and mm. everyone's like, oh, the delicate dance of the comedian. <laughs> you can see that her samurai sword has been sharpened by many encounters. And then it's just someone being like, hey, how long have you guys been together? Yo! <laughs> like Literally. doing like a funny dance. Yeah. Oh, my oh God. when you said Tom's Angels. Yeah. Fuck, I have a project story that is kind of funny. Um, uh, so this is for people who have... People, I'm, I'm on a... I think we've talked... Have we talked... Yes, we talked about it before. Yeah, because we talked about the... Um, so for international listeners, yeah, I'm on a... For international listeners, Hing is on one of our five TV shows. Yeah. <laughs> and on one of our three radio shows. <laughs> international listeners? Yeah, there's people in... Who the fuck is this? UK <laughs> and Canada and whatever. That's so sick. Yeah. Americans oh, love hearing these voices. Yeah, it's dude. crazy. Anyway, it's like tuning into your funny little like ant thing? farm. What's like the American... Is there an American version of like the... Pro- probably not. In America, they have actual television shows. So yeah. here we have... Well, see, here, all our TV shows need to be like... One TV show. Yeah. Like in America, you might have like The Tonight Show. So, like, instead, we have like The News is also The Tonight Show, if that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Because you don't have enough celebrities to have the celebrity interview portion of The Tonight Show reliably. So, instead, you yeah. can dryly discuss today's news yes, with exactly. a comedian who still has to sit there for that and be like, yeah, oh, <laughs> it's crazy. And then they go, and then, and then there's only a horrible story about a flood, and then I'll throw it to a little clip of a dog on a motorcycle. That's my <laughs> job, right? <laughs> That's my job on the project, and it's it's been pretty good so far. But um, recently, we interviewed a lady who was in Star Wars. Her name was Simone something or other. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Was she uh, in the cult? Nexium? 
No, her name was <gasps> Simone. She oh. was from New Zealand. Okay. But I found out that she, when we were doing research for her in the meeting beforehand, I found out she was on a early 2000s show that you would both fucking love to remember called Thorpey's Angels. Yes. <laughs> yes. So yes. again, for international listeners, around the around the turn of the millennium, the most famous person in Australia was our greatest Olympian, Ian Thorpe, yep. who's like sort of a seven foot tall sort of merman who won all these gold medals at the 2000 Olympics. He's and then, the Michael Jordan of a sport that's boring to watch. Exactly, yes. He's, like, he's one of the greatest swimmers of all time and just became a huge celebrity after the 2000 Olympics. So much, and, and by all accounts, he's a lovely guy as well. Um, but, but, but just when he was, what, like 22 or something, that he was like the most famous person in Australia, so Channel 7 just gave him a show called Thorpey's Angels, <laughs> which was... <laughs> Based on Charlie's Angels, but rather than being like a suave guy in a suit, it was now just Ian Thorpe, a swimmer, who who now sent three television presenters slash models around the city to do acts of kindness. Were you young enough to remember, old enough to remember this? Do you remember no, Thorpe's Angels? but it sounds like um, uh, Jim will fix it. Yes, yeah, just like that, but like I but less pedophile. Yeah, I think he was a bit crook. Whereas I think he definitely was, was. Yeah, right. Jimmy Savile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, was that Jimmy oh. Savile? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah right. okay. Well, he sucks. <laughs> what I'm saying is, Ian Thorpe did uh, Jim will fix it, but, <laughs> but without any of the sex. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Again, can't stress enough. Ian, Ian Thorpe, not a sex criminal, as far as we know. <laughs> By all accounts, really nice guy. <laughs> So this this lady is coming on the show and we have like five minutes to talk to her, right? And it's the very end of the show and it's all wrapping up. And the interview is going really well. She's lovely. She's telling a great story about being pulled over by a cop, but Mm -hmm. it turns out the cop is a huge Star Wars fan and whatever. It was like a funny story. Mm -hmm. You have these little like earpieces in where the producers tell you, hey, like you've got 30 seconds left to talk and then you've got to wrap up the show. But for whatever reason, my earpiece happened to go dead right at the moment where they were telling everyone to rap. And so I'm like, they haven't told us. We must have like another two minutes. Yeah. So I'm thinking they're being like, oh, fuck, we got to, I got to, I got to think of another question to ask. Okay. So I, my co- the co- one of the co-hosts, Hamish, I don't realize this, but he's sort of winding the interview up and I'm trying to think of anything to ask her about. So I turn away from Hamish to the guest and I go, and this is while the producer is being like, okay, wrap it up guys, wrap it up. Wrap, wrap up the interview right now. Like we've got <laughs> 10 seconds of the break. <laughs> I turn in the middle of the saying wrap it up. I turn to them and I go, so you run Thorpey's Angels. <laughs> Tell me everything. Oh and God. like the other three people in the panel are like, what the fuck is he doing? He's gone right. And they can hear in their ears. In their like, what like literally, literally things the, gone rogue. The things gone rogue. Directors are like in there and being like, "What's he doing? What? What's he doing? Why would he do that?" <laughs> this is like your version of like, "I what's that movie where he's like, I've had enough. I won't take it anymore." <laughs> yeah. But it's you be like, "Tell me everything about Dolphy's Angels." <laughs> and like, she hasn't thought about this in twenty years. Oh. <laughs> so she was like, uh, "Ian Thorpe's a really nice guy, I guess," and I had a fun time making it. <laughs> like super weird <laughs> And then I'm like No but I want to know everything <laughs> Like still thinking that I need to fill time <laughs> And then like literally I think Hamish or whatever One of the other guys just comes up Anyway uh, Sorry look uh, I don't think he could like talk about this all night We've got to move on <laughs> friend, like, Oh my god dude um, That's just the funniest thing to like To come back to Anyway how was your Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, I was going to read this one out, but we've almost hit an hour. So, um, oh, no, I'll do it. I'll just do it now. No, right. we'll, 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 we'll wrap it up. Um, uh, I don't know who this set was one in. So, thank I think it was Dualadin. So, thank you, Dualadin. Yeah. Um, this is entitled Good Drugs to Become More Deranged. Okay. <laughs> it's a grizzled. Imagine, like, I imagine this is sort of a grizzled man writing this. Uh, when I was 19, I drove across the country to marry a woman I've never met. Ah. Uh, we communicated through letters for a few years. Okay. She backed out while I was. She backed out while I was on my way. While I was on my way to pick her up oh. <laughs> uh, to drive to City Hall. So I disappeared into the American Midwest for a month, living out of my car. I finally returned home and rented a cabin in the wilderness with a carbon mox- monoxide leak. Open brackets. I did not find out about this until months later. Oh, brackets. I thought that's why he went there. Yeah, I would no. pay extra. <laughs> and I spent six weeks creating some of the best art of my life. 
resulting in me being shortlisted for some extremely prestigious awards in my particular discipline. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know if it's sculptural painting or what. Anyway, he says, I am older and wiser now. My technical craft has improved and I've attained great psychic stability. With this improved craft, I now need to achieve the level of derangement that I felt while living in that cabin in the woods. What drugs do you suggest I do? Wow. I would suggest go back to the cabin, you know? Mm. Get that carbon monoxide on. How you know? hard can it be to break how, whatever they did to fix the leak? You yeah. Know, you can just go ahead and take a hammer to whatever pipe carbon monoxide is in. Yeah, it's carbon monoxide. It's gas, right? It's it, so it's well, like a gas be, stove. Why would it be in the house? It'd be gas stove. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, just get a gas stove. Leave it running a bit. Leave it running. <laughs> Sylvia Plath, she wrote some of her best poems in the last five minutes. <laughs> 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 one, one hand coming out of the oven. <laughs> Can't read the fucking thing, but you can tell it's great. I thought Sylvia Plath walked into the ocean. No, that's Virginia no. Woolf. Virginia Woolf, sorry. Yeah, yeah. All right, okay. Yeah. Stones in pockets. Yeah. Perfect way to go. Stones in pockets walking yeah, into the ocean. Stones in pockets. Fucking hell. Yeah. Fuck, you think, <sighs> I mean, it's a workout. Do you, mm. you, you both aren't very much into drugs, are you? No. Are you? Well, I, I can only speak for myself here. I wouldn't answer for Jordan. Jordan I, uh, I, I do really like taking drugs. Yeah. Um, I like MDMA and cocaine, but not, but d- not, not art not, drugs. Not artistically. Like no, don't. I don't like acid. I yeah. don't like ones where or like shrooms sometimes, but I don't like the idea of losing control. Yeah. Mm. So I don't love, but I feel like you need that. But maybe also I feel like just like drinking and smoking weed could do that. I think you. I, I think don't know why I'm art. genuinely giving advice to this person. I think for who's... art, you want to do it. It's got to be acid. You want to be. It's got to be acid, or just surely. like like really bad depression. Yeah, it sounds to me like what he's chasing <laughs> is like the high of ruining your life. Yeah, like oh, you, you know, think this isn't about the monoxide? Like this is actually about getting dumped at City Hall. Absolutely. This is about being 19 yeah. years old and having the woman that you're trying to marry make the best decision of her life <laughs> and fucking ghost you. Like absolutely. This is about like hitting an emotional rock bottom. Do you think I that think is a certain we could provide to artists then. Hey, are you in your 30s and 40s? Your life is sorted out mm. and you need to feel something again. Come to, you know, Hing, Tom and Jordan. Mm. We'll ruin oh. you emotionally. We could break someone down. And then and then you can go off to a cabin and write a, and write the great American novel or whatever. Mm. Yeah. You know, Absolutely. You know, could take down their pants and laugh at their genitals or something. You we know? should start like a, a nighter. But it's for Actually, just random people. Isn't this what happened to you at clown school that I think about it? Well, the emotional destruction for sure. <laughs> Actually, I didn't get it as bad as a lot of other people did because, I don't know, it was a... But yeah, <laughs> essentially what, what I, I think a, a good part of the emotional destruction school, you know, shit that we could set up is just basically... St- Getting them started on open mic comedy. Yeah. But then like after every set, taking them aside and being like, that was really bad. Mm. <laughs> like, you know, because the delusion is what powers you through, but you just need to them to know like, hey, that, that really sucks. Did, did I tell you, I, saw, I think I saw your clown teacher mm. in a movie with Hillary Clinton. Yes, he's in um, the <laughs> Apple TV thing where him and Nat Palamides t- and Hillary and Chelsea Clinton do a clown workshop together. <laughs> I haven't been able to I watch would hate it. to see Chelsea's clown. Oh, it would be so It'd bad. It'd just be her dad. Oh. Just see her dad. She would come and she'd be having <laughs> such high expectations that everyone would love it too. Oh, You'd no. see her in her face the moment she's like, that the, oh, I need a saxophone doesn't <laughs> <laughs> Hillary Clinton's just one of those weird sex clowns like Betty Grumble. <laughs> Hillary Clinton doing the pussy prince. <laughs> I used to be Secretary of State. <laughs> now I'm Secretary of Cunt. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that feels like enough podcast for today. Um, thank you both for. Uh, <laughs> Whoa! <yeah. laughs> this is how you wrap up every interaction. Yeah, yeah I'm like, All right, that's thank you. That genuinely is. Yeah. <laughs> it's been an hour. We should go. <laughs> uh, uh, Tom, thank you for being here. I really hope you give comedy another go. Um, fuck off! <laughs> <enjoy>. <laughs> fuck off! Fuck off! Fuck off! Uh, enjoy Spain. When are you going to Spain? In July. Okay, get in touch with Jordan. Love you know, Let tell me know her what's happening. So, wait. When you were saying that you were having like a lazy June, you weren't shitting. You were literally taking a pre-holiday time off because <laughs> yeah. you don't have any gigs in June. Got to clear your schedule. I got a lot on. I'm doing exactly what Jenny said. She said this eclipse go to Spain. It's the first time we've had a Scorpio eclipse in two decades. Are you a Scorpio? No. 
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.